Hey, bitches, it's Raffi. <laughs> <laughs> and I am the size queen of D.C., Nini Perez. Talking about size today. Uh, Fun-sized and other things-sized. Just regular. But this is... Wait, wait don't, don't do it. it. The show where we tell you to... Wait! Watch what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, starting with like res- no. health restrictions already? Already. No, I wanted to really talk about something that was so important to me, us, but me specifically. And what is that? Um, just bodies. Bodies in terms of our existence as humans. Bodies in terms of what we look at, the societal expectations, bodies in terms of what we eat. Because I, I, I'm i struggling here. Oh, why? Well, I, I, I've always struggled, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you all don't know, you a lot of you all seen Raffi. I'm on the phone with Raffi when y'all see him in the streets, okay? So <laughs> y'all have seen me, um, but you don't know. <laughs> Raffi refuses to tell people. That you're on the phone with Nunu, even though I'm right there listening to people say, oh my god, I love your videos. How do you think it makes me feel? (laughs) (laughs) When they ask, where is Nunu? (laughs) On the phone You psycho. (laughs) It's how you feel invisible. You feel small. Right. It's funny how you can always make me feel small. (laughs) No good. That's what you always wanted. You always wanted to feel small. You always wanted to feel like us small. Um, We had a really fabulous time going out to Hotel Xena. So I am out and about, but you got to know where to find me. Uh, Hotel Xena, which is such a cute little hotel. Apparently it's been rebranded. So it's always been there. But I love the very, like... Metropolitan vibe in there, really cute. That really confusing crosswalk right beside it. Like I love it. Yes, (laughs) yes. Oh my gosh, it was right off Thomas Circle, so it's a doozy to find. However, I live right down the street from it, so gays, hit me up when you're staying there. Yeah, I actually I loved it. They do pride events every once in a while. Not once Mm. in a while like that, but like every few months. (laughs) I think the last one was in July, so now we're in September when we were there. Uh, we got to see Laganja Stranja, Tatiana. We got to see and other local DC drag queens from oh, the DMV area. Which I'm going to shout out my girls because they turned yes. the show. Drew Sedora, obviously. LaBella, Miss LaBella Mafia, Whitney Gucci Goo, Crystal Edge, amazing host, okay? It gave Gadfrey that body. Oh my God. I, yeah, the, the, the caliber of the show is so strong and. What I the audience wasn't, but the caliber was. <laughs> the audience was annoying, Brochet. That, that was a weird experience. So if y'all haven't been to a drag, I mean, you know, we're getting out in the scene more and more. You know, I'm be real with y'all. Now that it is like cooler outside, the dame loves going because <laughs> y'all want to dame get, sweats. Right? I hate. Why is gays? Did we choose Pride in June? Because that's when no, that's, we that's we drag is a main part of it, and no one wants to be in drag in the heat. It's hot as fuck. The world is literally on fire. Like now that it's getting cool, I'll come out and you'll see me. Um, but the audiences at drag shows were supportive. I felt the love. I felt that people were excited to be there. Mm-hmm. I felt people were drunk to be there. Um, I think it's a very interesting how some drag audiences react to drag. Um, I also find it interesting how the gays reacted drag and how white the audience was that day. What well, fell there? Oh my god, my uh, Milk Hydro Grip Primer uh, sponsor me. <laughs> uh, do you still use milk? Milk. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think it's very interesting because there's a mix, right? I think when we were, when we remember Drag Race was, you know, indie, when it was just like cult, and it was like so fucking exciting to meet the queens. Not that we're not still yeah. excited, I don't wanna, yeah. but it felt like they were like celebrities, like so far mm-hmm. away from what we thought we could be. And they're just regular people. And that's true for all celebrities, yeah. number one. Yeah. I think as you get older, you kind of realize everyone's human, but like, I remember being like, could barely talk to Alaska yeah. or a door mm-hmm. when I met them. I was like, and I, I just, feel like you can maybe hold a conversation more with them. <laughs> right. Well, no, I was so awkward that night. I was so embarrassingly awkward. Well, that's also it's overwhelming because I feel like this is your first time meeting a lot of girls in a personal space. Yeah, yeah. And then the size—we were talking about size and bodies, but how did it feel to meet other girls of sizes, shapes, and then fitting into? You know, I've chronicled my, my drag journey on Wait, Don't Do It, right? Mm-hmm. Um, a, few, a year ago, Rafi forced me into drag, and... <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, it was my choice, but that season three, I always go back to that. I just... We had so many arguments that season. Do you remember? Did just we? like that... That first half of the season was nothing but us fighting constantly. What, what about? Um... Drag, not having time, not respecting uh, the scripts, <laughs> everything. I was just so annoyed. Um, and now we're here, and I've chronicled my my drag journey. Wait, don't do it, which is kind of yeah. crazy. And so now I have to kind of step out of it in a sense and be in the real and with the girls, real world, which has been exciting because everyone is so nice and welcoming, and I've really felt nothing but love. I mean. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just fortunate because you know I haven't gotten death threats yet. And I haven't gotten all the. <laughs> well, I think that, I think like I said, well, I think we're away from that. But I think once, you know, we hit like fifteen thousand, you're gonna be the first. <laughs> the, the, being the day with the DC, only thing I consistently happen. get is just randomly unsolicited videos from guys. That's all. Oh wow! And it's just videos. Yeah, people send their full pics and videos to you. Like, do I want to see you coming? No. Oh my god. No. Oh my god. You're. <laughs> Well, you, okay, first of all, I, I, a screenshot. I did screenshot this uh, tweet that Nunu tweeted yesterday. Oh, my and God. I just want to reference this because I see why you're getting this. Shame. That's the victim blaming. But I have to do that. <laughs> because I, uh, cause I was just screaming when I saw this little, t- this little tweet. Are you going to quote it? The dame. Yes, I am. I have to. I have to pull it up. So I pull up the dame um, at Nunu Paris, y'all. <laughs> Uh, the stand account for uh, the berries or whatever it's called. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> you never disrespect Terry Jr. Okay, at Nunu Paris, <laughs> take it from me. Don't suck dick before presentation or meeting. Ha ha ha! It is true. It's so you fact. sucked your man's dick before a meeting? You know, I definitely prefer a morning kind of experience in my personal life. Like, that is just what works for us. Uh huh. And so, because, you know, it's a little different from what you go through. You're a night creep. You're queen of the night. Yeah, I like to be <laughs> You're an animal. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> You're a raccoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, uh, but, I'm just out in the in the, in the morning. And yeah. that's just what it is. And I did have, I didn't realize I had all these meetings yesterday. So I, had, I knew I had a meeting at 930 and then I was talking the whole time. And you are baby burping. Not, no, no, <laughs> you were, but like I was like talking, and I just kept calling. I could like, talk. I was, oh, like, I'm under the, I was like, I'm under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> so 
was you're not like leaning over the bed because <laughs> it's it's giving like you 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 could have damaged your your larynx. <laughs> yeah, I just when you go all the way, girls, it's a, myth. It's, well, a it's a talent. And a curse. We truly <laughs> applaud Prince for his <laughs> determination. <laughs> so, um, anyway, back to the topic. Like I was saying, it is nice to be out and about and meet the girls. and mm-hmm. But then it makes me feel so insecure. And a lot of people wonder why you don't go out. I'm insecure, obviously. Like, uh-huh. I, I, don't, I don't look like those girls. I uh, don't. And- Dress like those girls. What's it telling you that you don't look like these girls? What's it, and do you have to look like these girls? <laughs> I, I agree. Now, obviously, that's the first thought. You're like, you don't have to do things. You can do your own thing. Drop your own lane. But then it becomes a mix, which is why we're talking about bodies. Because when I think about the girls that look like me, they are skinny. And um, I and then that word becomes weird to me. What is skinny? What is plus size? What is regular anymore? Because what we thought of it when mm-hmm. we were younger is nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine going back to your young body. Um, which one, honey? <laughs> the good one. <laughs> um, I feel like, like I said, I feel like you always look at yourself at your early 20s. You're like, oh my God, I was like so, so skinny. I was in like, like prime body. I was tear- destroying it. But then you kind of grow out of the, the thought that your body is the only thing you can offer. Absolutely. And your appearance is only thing you can offer. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, of course, I was the number one with the girls, you know, going out every night, making sure the outfits were right, doing very things to attract mates, you mm-hmm. know, these mating dances we did. And now you don't have to do that. And now I don't have to do that. But I, I remember just thinking the entire time how just overweight I was. And I was at my yes. smallest, which is, like, so weird. I was just, like, so terrible to myself i just never thought i was skinny i never thought i was attractive in that way i never thought any of these things yeah and it's easy to still feel like that in these gay spaces where people don't look like you and um you don't fully get seen either way like and if y'all don't know again you know if you haven't been to like a drag show or a gay event something that happens routinely is there going to be some audience volunteer they're going to bring up who the audience thinks is generally hot, right? Mm-hmm. And what do these people look like? I mean, the generic. That was a generic. I'm not really trying to shake these people. I'm not trying to shake people mm-hmm. whatsoever. And but the people they be bringing out, I'm like. They're just like, yeah, it's white, gay, abs, uh, and very. Uh, this person. And um, you can be a white gay and people just stop caring about your hairline. They're like, I don't care if you don't have a hairline. And I'm like, Mama. Yes, yes, and I'm like, Mama. Yes, <laughs> yes. And yes, that's the first thing I saw. I, that's well, the first I thing I saw. I actually thought that. I said, Lord have mercy. I was like, y'all don't see that? Hairlines were not what in is the Hairlines <laughs> were not in the building that night. Uh, <laughs> hairlines, apparently abs are very easy to get, but hairlines are not easy to maintain. Yeah, um, I'm like, but I mean, I guess that's the way to cope. I mean, but the worst part is that, you know, those those fitness girls who call themselves fitness girls, right? Mm-hmm. Fit life. When I see mm-hmm. hashtag fit life. I just want to kill it. Um, and, for, <laughs> for, and for reference, if you guys need an example, oh, you guys could go find some of these girls. Like, oh, 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 <laughs> oh, oh, okay, that's a good body. Don't oh, like that's not a good fate. But you know, it's not important sometimes. But um, this person has. Uh, I worked with this person. That first of all. This mama was in 
blackface of that night. Cause it was <laughs> tan. <laughs> it was tan. It was giving Latino. It was Kelandro Carlos Sweet Bunny. Girl, that was brown. Um, he was darker than you. Yes, he was. Um, so this person, I worked with this person at Vida, um, and this person ultimately uh, was no, I, one of the I, people I, that, that was slow coming. it down. I want to give people the context. So... Obviously, Rappy has worked at Vita. You know, we all know that. And there was one thing there that... Re- First of all, let's talk about the culture there really quick. What was it actually like? Because I remember during that time, we had a lot of... Um, not like tension, but like I kind of never understood maybe where you were coming from in that world. Mm-hmm. And you had to deal with it every day. What was it dealing with? And it's like being... Like I said, I'm at my heaviest now since I lost my 300 pounds. But I don't feel as heavy in body as I did when I was. At, Isn't that crazy? At, like we Vita, feel lighter now than at we Vita, did then. But at Vita, specifically at Vita, because Vita was just like I was fat for Vita. I was at one eighty seven, and I was still fat for Vita. It didn't like it. It took me going down to I think like one seventy nine at my skinniest. And people start, like, go from not even noticing your lives to be like, oh, wow, this is a good look for you. You should maintain that. Which is terrible because it reinforces that you're only worthy if yeah. you're a skinnier. Yes. These people, these were the kind of people that would took, take it upon themselves to, like, fat shame me and, like, go through my weigh-ins and try to... Because there was a way, there was a body scale measurement thing at Vita. And the nutritionist there, I believe her name, I forgot her name, but the nutritionist there would like give them my access to my weigh-ins and like be like oh yeah this is how much he weighs and they would be like oh he's so fat why is he training people here and so i always like you know that's traumatizing to think that people when they feel threatened by you that they're willing to do that and then pretend like they're the face of fitness and they're the face of health and they're the face of right right a lot of these people who are the faces of these fitness things are also doing cocaine in the bathroom so you know Uh, (laughs) yes it's not healthy okay let's be clear and also (laughs) i'm I'm sorry (laughs) allegedly allegedly um i i feel i'm not a fitness um, I'm not a fitness girl, okay, and I've had my, my, my issues with fitness culture and I'm still working through because, you know, I viewed fitness as that. I used to view it as like a personality, a, a culture, and I don't like that culture because mm-hmm. to me the body is always evolving and changing and just because you have it right now doesn't mean you're going to have it later. Mm-hmm. So like you're basing your whole personality off of something that's like not permanent. It's mm-hmm. very temporary mm-hmm. and, you know... It doesn't matter at the end of the day. And did, um, did you get the job? Did you get the man? Y'all still single? <laughs> I'm confused. Then, like you're you're still not what you want, right? But again, it's about reliance on that body. And again, a lot of these girls apparently get paid just for living. I mean, there are sugar daddies. There are people that pay for these people's livelihoods, and that is not not true. Like I say that, I hear about this all the time in the gay scene where. Um, some people will send receipts to their sugar daddy and be like, "Pay for this for me," and then they yeah, take it handled. And again, again, if if you have that access, why not do it? But at the end of the day, this is how what this is what's running DC, and this is what's running appearances, and we still very much uplift these kinds of people. And we do, especially now that we've developed this platform. We kind of get invited, not invited. I wouldn't say that I'm like I feel any more like seen or heard, but but. I did notice that people that would never even have a conversation with me before these times, all of a sudden were trying to act like they knew me and, like, pretended like we were, like, kikiing. 
And even Baldy Locks, not the one that was in behind you, but Baldy, the other Baldy Locks, asking me for a dollar, like he knew, like he knew that I would have a dollar. I was like, these girls are trying me. Um, yes, very these bad. Girls were, too very much, trying. too much. Yeah, it is weird. You think, oh my gosh, you know, they make all these videos, people know who they are, and it's still the same energy. We walk in the room, and it's not. It's still not welcoming. No, you know? no, I no. One, the only yeah. people that really ever welcomed me have been obviously our our real tra- true followers, our listeners, our mm. fans, mm. and then again the really amazing queens in the city have been mm. really welcoming. Some have been really yeah. welcoming. <laughs> some, some <laughs> is being the operative word, it, sweetie. It, it, it's still you know, I I don't know the the ideal, but it, like I was saying back to the point, it's hard because you were in that world where. At your skinniest, that was still there. That. Right. And I'm an educator. And in my world, I'm dealing with, obviously, regular people, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially mainly women. And shit you not, this week, multiple times, people are like, wow, you're just, like, so skinny now. Like, you're mm-hmm. just skinny. And I'm like, what are y'all talking? I literally react the same way. Like, no, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? Because... You know, I know my scale. I know my weight. But, and I tell them it's just a mindset. They're like, oh. I was like, clearly it's but, an energy you put out. Because I was like, what are you talking about? I know <laughs> my body is not, I, I still can't fit these clothes, girl. What you talking about? <laughs> uh-huh. I think it comes also from the fact that we are not in a space where people are so, like high school is what it was. High school people talk about your weight. People are rude. People are mean. And so you get that perception of who you are real quickly. But now in our adulthood, that's not important anymore. It's not important for regular people. And then we go back to this gay world. And the thing gay is, world, I, I, and not even just gay world, but I would say now in the TikTok world, the straight world, the more like if we ever enter this like podcasting world, I mean, it will podcasting maybe not, but the more visual our podcast becomes, yes, it will always be something that we will always have to face. Not, I, mean, I will be very clear. I'm very blessed being um, with the male privilege that I don't get comments that much on my body compared to I know my friends that are women especially black women get on their bodies for no reason well I wanna for no reason I just wanna talk about in a sense though that the kind of culture that I deal with with I deal with mostly you know people identify as women um I realize that I am gay obese mm-hmm. I am straight skinny uh-huh. and I am drag regular yeah. So it creates this body dysmorphia. Yes. And dysmorphia runs rampant, especially for women. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and men, of course, and gays, I feel like, too. Because I feel like gay men also think, if I'm not muscular, then I am skinny. If I'm not mm-hmm. skinny, then I'm fat. Mm-hmm. Um, but for women, I I, I kind of hate, not hate engaging, but, like, my mom, my coworkers at work, my best friend. I'm talking about all the girls, because y'all listen to podcasts anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main thing, you know what we do in the group chat? And this is not something I do, but main thing in the group chat is posting throwbacks. Like, look how skinny I was. Oh, my gosh, I was so skinny. Okay. Oh, my gosh, I was so skinny. Or the women at work being yeah. like, oh, I'm just never going to get there. Or you're so skinny. Or look at that butt. And it's just like always self-deprecating themselves based on their look. Yes. And I'm always like, we don't need to do that. Yes. Because then we're just enforcing that we don't like our yeah. bodies when you can just like your body. Yeah. And I I don't know how to break through it because even though I say it, it's not like my mom won't wear sleeveless stuff. She's like my arms are too big to wear sleeveless. I would never wear sleeveless clothes. Like her mm-hmm. rule, no matter how much she likes the outfit, she would never, mm-hmm. despite there being 
obviously so much women who are bigger than her who are clearly flaunted. You know what I mean? And I do think that because I am a man and we are men, or we are male presenting, that it's based off our environment that we leave this kind of body dysmorphia behind. Because especially now, like I said, I'm still personal training, but I'm doing it on my own terms. And I kind of like adapted to thinking like, you know what? I'm, my body is always going to fluctuate. Um, and I'm blessed to always fucking have like a good energy. Like the thing I got, right. I'm trying to be like Rihanna, you know, yes, thick, yes. it's still you given know, for whether it's thick, skinny, it still looks happy. Right. And that is what you need to promote because I don't look, I, I full transparency. Y'all. I know a lot of people in the gay community is that's that. And other people might really look at a body and like, or see somebody and see like, um, they when pe- people really look at your look first. I do not look at people's looks first. I really do not. Oh, like... we have that conversation a lot, huh? What? Looking at looks first. So I, so when you first see a person, what do you see? I see a like I see energy. Like I immediately notice energy if it's erratic or chaotic. I but if it's boring, if it's like weird, like boring and just like judgy, I you know what I'm saying? I go by energy. So if a person like picks up to my energy, we we can get along. But if it's like and then I, it's just that there, like how they react to me. I, That's what I go. I fully go for looks. I go yeah. for I go for looks, and I also go for looks in. I wouldn't say harsh. I wouldn't say harsh because I feel like it's realistic. I feel like it's what humans think about themselves. You know what I mean? What do you mean? Because, I, I, I mean... If someone... If I think I should kill myself, it's realistic. Yeah. You should probably kill so. No, I'm talking about specifically in looks. So, like, okay. when, I, when I see someone, the first thing I notice is looks because I know that looks determine how you go through life, in a sense. Um, and even as, as a counselor, I know that people who... Have, who are considered more generally attractive will have a different experience and have a different mindset than those who may be those who not as attractive, mm-hmm. whether that means there's a disability, whether it's overweight, <laughs> whether it's a race, you know, there's still issues with seeing Asian men as attractive, right? We still don't, mm-hmm. we still don't see that in our culture. So there's just different things that look, it's like the first thing I think of immediately. And I do think of probably the worst things because we all think the worst things about ourselves. And that mm-hmm. does affect what, what you go through life. But I think when you think about people's looks the first time, you're going to internalize and, and put that on yourself because I feel like that's a blessing that I feel like I have is that I don't fully... And I have those rose-colored glasses because I've noticed that people really don't put themselves out there because they actually are scared of what people will think of them because they I know of the... I fully agree. I'm and I'm like, and I, I'm like... And I can't relate to that. I'm one of them because I, really? my, first, my first thing is if I'm going out and I know I'm <laughs> long tangent around the drag insecurities, but... My first thing with going out in drag is I got to make sure I look pretty. Okay. I have to make sure I look pretty enough to take a photo and it's not garbage. I have to look, make sure I look pretty and a candid. Like, that is, like, what I'm thinking about. That's all I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. And then the other stuff will come later, which, of course, is a hindrance. Yes. Because you're just like, I'm going out there. And yes. I'm like, what do I look like? Yeah, I don't care. I, I, I've been... I've been getting stopped in the street when I'm throwing out my trash, and I am literally in the ugliest shorts with a stained shirt. It is very true, y'all. <laughs> yeah, and I will present myself authentically because, again, if you judge me based off this look, oh my god, then I don't need you in my life. And so, like I, like I said, you can't cripple yourself by thinking, oh my god, this is what people think about me. These are people. And as I step into this platform, I've been grateful to really like see mostly positive feedback. 
but do I do I I haven't been and like but see I've already been exposed to like the full transparency when like people like Cole or people like Kyle pointing out my way or pointing out this about me pointing out about me it's already shown me what the world thinks about me and I and I came above and I've seen how being that person knowing that he's the kind of person that looks at people's looks and how he how awkward he was when he was dancing in front of those other people it just really shows the again that energy. Right, I, I definitely, I think that's a great point to clarify. I, 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 it's not important to act on people's looks, okay? Mm-hmm. You should not be treating people based off of their looks because that makes you a terrible human being, okay? Um, noticing things, and that's kind of why, like, you know, we talked, Lawrence Cheney had tweeted that out, and, you know, there's things with Lizzo as well, but people think, when you think fat, people think negative. Yeah, like, fat, oh, you're not fat, you're pretty. Right, or, yeah, fat is not pretty, it's not gorgeous, it's not glamorous, and that's not true. Yes. Just because someone is fat does not make them any less or mm. this than, than others, and then we have to get to that mindset. I'll always go back to my favorite preschool story mm-hmm. of being um, put in timeout. The only time. Can you believe it? You've been put in timeout before? I was put in timeout in preschool because... It's because they... Someone fat. Because I noticed the girl was larger. I wasn't making fun. I was not <laughs> pointing at her. I was not laughing. I was just like, oh, Brittany is fat. <laughs> and they just thought that was too much. And I was just like, am I? <laughs> Damn, Crystal. Damn, Crystal. <laughs> Damn, oh, Crystal. Yes. Damn, Versace. No wonder that trickled you. No wonder. That was Brittany. But it's not even that kind of energy. And if you don't know where we're referencing, episode two of Drag Race season three. I actually had an issue okay. with this. UK. I had an issue with this. Victoria Scone, who is a great, amazing artist, um, the first uh, woman drag queen, someone signed female at birth to compete in the series. Um, super exciting. Um, but there was a little mini challenge, and RuPaul asked a skinny fashion queen. To ask, to point out who their biggest competition was. Mm-hmm. Who, and they use the word biggest. And, of course, Victoria Stone is big competition. She's extremely talented. But the joke was he focused on the word biggest. And everyone thought that was just so rude. And it just confused me because, number one, we're striving for equity, equality, right? And when we, there's so many big drag queens, right? Mm-hmm. Eureka, Silky, Ginger. Mm-hmm. That was just last season. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Jiggly. There's so many. Mm-hmm. And they're always talking about, yeah, I'm a big girl, I'm a whale. But I mean, that's the culture, that's the mindset. It's, it's a it's a pride that they have, and it just disappointed me to see <coughs> to see Victoria go instantly into just the negativity of like, I just can't believe she body shamed me. I've struggled with my weight, blah 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 blah. Okay, and and I just had an issue with it because I, I she's the first person of her gender, you know, as someone that's not female births to be in the competition, and then immediately. She goes into body shaming when if she was assigned male at birth mm-hmm. or if she was male presenting at mm-hmm. the competition, it would have been seen as a fun time. I'm mm-hmm. not sure the difference between... And also, she didn't say, like, fat. She said the biggest, mm-hmm. as in just statue. <laughs> I don't get it. Um. So, yeah. So, again, maybe because, you know, we through this conversation, we kind of opened up the, the idea that... Um, and maybe, the like, the logic is that um, because women never get to leave that space of body awareness and they're always being judged with their body, 
that men are that's a benefit of male privilege that we or that's a that's a that's Achilles heel of male privilege is like we we can take more of a body joke because we don't we get faced about it that like by that Did much. We? And, uh, and like I, mean, I said, gay men do because uh, that because there is a group of gay men who I do not relate to. I never understand this idea of. I'm too skinny and he's more muscular. I I I, oh, literally, I do not God. get it. I, I, I do and I, I understand. Yeah. And I can't even it's one of the one concepts like I can't even start to think to understand it. Like I'm literally looking like Because it just it, it's just like it just really would have to it undermine I feel like sometimes it would undermine my experience to like really go into that. Um because there are so Especially y'all white girls. Y'all white I'm specifically music. talking about the white girls. Specifically y'all, because, because I don't, think, I don't feel like there's that much of it. Honestly, in in it, I'm talking about the Vita gays that are like no matter what, there's a there's a culture in the Vita gays because I'm talking about the Vita gays, and it was by uh, I had a friend that was like a personal trainer, and the minute he like felt like he was getting skinnier and would not work out for a day, he would he made us work out when we would go to New York. I would be like, why are you working out? It's just stupid. It's a stupid culture. But like it, like it, and it would that body dysmorphia that they would have would ten times rub off on me, because it's like oh I, they don't want to be too skinny they don't want to be too skinny but then I'm like I don't want to be too fat I don't want to be too fat, and so like it's and they and they in those kinds of conversations sometimes take over the gay community of that I'm not too small I feel like I can't be at the top or I can't assert my dominance it's that it's that it's like that they can't assert their dominance which is like crazy because I mean. It's the reality. It's just that being skinny as a male, what I just what negatives are you going through? You can find clothes that fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. No, yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, yeah. I guess it's the fear of protecting themselves and the dominance. Is it that that's a human? That's actually very true because I will say there's like, But you're a white man, what are you scared of? That's not me. I mean, like I said, do let, let's. I don't, mean, use, I don't, I don't, I don't want to use actual people that we know, but like someone who's like five ten and weighs like a hundred and fifty pounds, are they in greater threat of being like mugged than someone? Than any other person? <laughs> they literally any other person of color. You know what I mean? Like for, any for size, me, for me I I think that the reason why I don't get bothered so much as an adult person like I used to. Is because I of my size. I feel like I am more of a threat than someone that is shorter. But like, do I ever think about someone's skinny being a like? You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the shorter people, like shorter people, feel like they get overlooked a lot of the times. I do think there there's there's a lot of insecurities in height, stature, weight. I mean, obviously, out of drag, I'm just a six foot black man. So but I, even with other drag queens, you're a short girl. Which was also oh, also again yeah. another dysmorphic it. kind of guy. <laughs> because because in my sure. head, I think I'm giant. And in my head, I think I'm just big. And then I get with these other girls, and every <laughs> other thing I'm with makes me like the smallest little dainty woman ever. <laughs> yes. And I'm sitting here like, am I? That's what makes me. That's why I go to like, am I enough? Like, what am I not doing? Like, I just feel like this tiny. I just feel but you like, have to project an energy, and you have to also. I noticed that like. You, Nunu is very much. <laughs> I think I shrink myself as yes. Nunu, and I think as when you meet other girls, right now you're not shrink. <laughs> yeah, right now you're Check not shrink. I'm, I'm a delicate flower. <laughs> <laughs> but I think when you go into the drag realm, you like 
diminish into like more like a more like demure like asking Dave. question. Yeah, <laughs> and no, it's more like damsel. It's not Dave. It's damsel. <laughs> it's damsel. The damsel disease. The damsel. <laughs> it's for it's because it's like it's a confidence thing because regardless of your height, your weight, your thing, it's kind of like. Everyone wants to feel secure mm-hmm. in who they are, yeah. and to get there, it, it takes work, and it's easier out of drag, and it may be easier not in the No, DMC. shouldn't it be in, shouldn't it be easier in, that's the thing, in drag? I, like I was saying earlier, like, and I see tweets, and I, and I don't like to form these, like, anti-skinny girls, but it's just like, it's so hard to be out of just a bigger girl in drag. I'm not even that bigger girl, but like if you are above a size large in drag, like it just sucks. Mm-hmm. These girls can really go out and buy anything. Mm-hmm. Even if I find shops, I find sellers that make great things, they only go up to extra large. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like it, it's so easy. So I feel like if I was smaller, which I would never be, my body type is a football player. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I, I literally will never have that frame. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not traditional, like little high mm-hmm. fashion skinny mm-hmm. couture. Not that I'm not fashion because mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. You know, and it, it makes it harder. And then if you don't know how to sew and you don't have every connection and you don't, it just makes it like impossible sometimes. I feel. Mm-hmm. And you want to feel. But I think, like I said, the first thing to lean into is the fact that your size is defined by your energy. And I think, and I want, and I know that, I know that to me, anyone who I vibe with is a person that has looked at my energy versus my look first, because I don't, like I said, to me, sometimes I will wear, (laughs) what? You think I with you because of your energy? (laughs) Oh, you think I'm cute? (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, yeah, the energy, I feel like people, like, that's the, like, that's what people are attracted to in me, and not, like I said, I... Is that delusional? Again, no, is that delusional? No, 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 you're right. You're right. I, I think, I mean, like I said, I am not I'm a lot more shallow and I'm a, I'm a lot more admittedly shallow than you know, some things. I don't have ugly friends, but <laughs> whatever that means, though. And I'm not saying I limit my, my standard of beauty. I don't think my friends look cookie cutter at all. No, no, I definitely, I'm a different kind of beauty. I love, like I, I just said. like beautiful people. <laughs> oh, thank you. And I always like would say the same. But I think that for me, I think that people are usually more attracted to like energy. Like if I was, if I was boring, I don't think people would gravitate to me at all. No shame. Right. And no you shame. Know, when you, and the thing is, you know, when you're bigger, when you're, when you're, the on the underdog team, you gotta be all the big personality. So that's what when people say like, "What do you genuinely think I am?" I think if I had no personality, I'm a solid six. But with my personality, I'm a ten. Because period, what yeah, I love that TikTok girl. What do you think of you? So I'm a ten. I'm a okay, ten. Be real. A ten. A ten. You have to have that energy. Because no what? What would like? I know I can offer so much to a person. That because I've seen what's being offered, and there's so many people that claim to be have, in happy relationships that really force themselves to like put themselves out there in such uncomfortable ways. I, just let's talk about grinder. Let's talk about scruff. And I just how, want like, to talk about these girls being so desperate for validation on these things. I think is okay. Is scruff <laughs> is grinder 
just validation is it, is it like a validate is it part of the gay culture so much it that is. it's a necessity for us to function and feel confident and feel ne- like needed because what I'm noticing is there are so many more people in relationships on Scruff and Grinder and Jacks than there are single people and that's a fact that's a fact on Tinder I would even dare say it's, it's getting bigger because I'm still seeing looking just for friends or looking just for this and I'm like no 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 I look at the lead honey yeah, you're looking, you're just unpacking your boxes. Say that. Say that you're bored. Say that something's not working out. But, like, don't literally take up space in a map just to get, like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Or, oh, my God, I've been looking at you. Because that's what it is. Once you're in a relationship, you kind of lose that, like, oh, that thirst trap. Unless you're just posting thirst traps on your Instagram. That's true. That's true. Um, but if your job I, doesn't allow it, you go to Scruff for that. Right. I mean... I, I think that's a, a nail on the head. I would say even for me, you know, I turned to drag, so. You <laughs> <laughs> need some validation, girl. Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> but like I said, when 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 is the gay community going to start validating themselves? We hate ourselves. We do hate ourselves. It's so fun. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Um, because luckily I feel more validated going out and drag, you know. But I go back to that moment, that super awkward moment I had. I think it was awkward with Tatiana. Like... I put that in my head so much what, because I think it was so awkward. What awkward So you remember when Tatiana was, she was at this point, she'd done performance, she was on the mic, and then she put the mic away, and she was like, oh, I'm going to tell you, you're gorgeous. And I said, who, me? <laughs> I was the only queen. Ah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was, and I don't understand why it was my first reaction to be like, who, me? I was like, oh. I like, always She was like, yes, you. At my head, me. I guess, I, and I, like that's kind of the energy and that kind of idea I'm trying to get with. Like I don't, I don't know. I guess you just have to. I mean, it's also reactionary because your reaction was like "Who me?" But like I think that's where you have to take out that "Who me?" and just put in the filter. Yes, and you have that energy. I always and I think that's where sometimes I'm like I question. I feel like, I feel like I'm like questioning because I feel like I've always seen you as a person that would say like "Yeah, me of course I'm gorgeous." And like I think drag, but again, and that speaks to the idea of femininity and womanhood. I would say because it, like you said with Victoria Scone, it's kind of inherently insecure. Like if you step into it, you're still stepping into even more insecurities. And yeah, I do think there's a strength in drag. I do feel a power in drag in a sense, but I need to translate what I do in my pictures. Cause yeah. I, in my head, I know I'm a good model, yeah. and like that's my comfort level. You're that girl. I don't you're want to that, be these girls. You're that Amer- <laughs> Would you? So you're in the American like tomorrow where they'd be like, "Oh my god, and you take great pictures, but in front of us, you're not a model." No, no, no. First of all, never. No, but that good question. No. I'm the girl with Drag Race where it was like, "What you doing? Your lip sync." So when you're doing this, you need to push other challenges. That's what it is. And I just need to get more confident with. Do you think you're a model? I'm a model. At the end of the day, that's the talent. I, I, compared to yeah, any, but no, like I would, of, I would models have to be confident outside of the picture as well. But the job of modeling is pictures, and I would tell, I trust. No, I, they, I, the girls would be sent home if they didn't have the, the uh, person uh, at the back. No, I agree with you, but I don't think that'd be my issue because I'm a model. I have the personality. I just don't think it's always there in crowds. You know when the girls have to do cover girl thing, like go mix in the mingle, like that is always be like that'd be the scariest thing to have to mingle in a crowd by yourself. Yeah, because it takes confidence. And I will say, Nunu also like I feel like thinks that like I am just generally like like I feel like I do have a confidence, but like it is nerve wracking for me to step into these gay scenes because we were stepping into gay scenes today. Am I codependent? uh, (laughs) Are we codependent? Because like for me, like I said, I I can handle these little spaces, 
But to me, what's really stressful about these places is that I'm going back after being outside of it a year. And then to me, nothing gets me more annoyed than when people are fake. I don't like fakeness. I really have a low... I just think everyone's fake. And so when I... I and not like in a bad way. I don't think fake is bad necessarily. I think... I, I, I think it's fake. I, think I feel like we have passed this whole flavor of love and we have an era of, you know, real fake. Because... No! Know, I... Who, who said that? I'm tired. Who no, said that? No, let's fake We are fake We are fake shaming. No. We are fake no, shaming. So guess who's fake and guess who's real. Guess who's fake We are all humans and we were complex. We all have the capacity to do all it all the time. Whether you choose to be your quote unquote authentic self 100% of the time doesn't make you real or fake. It makes you choosy. Facts of the matter is, I'm always going to live, live my truth. I'm always going to speak my truth. And I think that that's so important because I'm the, I know speaking for myself and even for you, I will say this too. For, for as thinking of like me being a Latino, a Salvadorian, not even Latino, I'm going to take the word Latino out of it. Salvadorian, first generation, Central American representation. Tell me a queer person that is me that presents themselves in the in the confidence that I have in mainstream media. Bleep. Nothing. There is not one thing. Right. And so where so people already come with this preconceived notion that, oh, this person who is Central American Salvadorian, he should be more diminished. He should be more quiet. He should be grateful that he even has a platform. No bitch. I am not that person. I'll never say that I that I will I'll never turn away a plate. I never turn away a plate. And so to me, I think that's why I have to walk into the world with knowing that I have to present confidently because if not, people are going to look at me as unconfident. Same thing as a black drag queen. Like when you see RuPaul's Drag Race, black drag queens have to put away their blackness sometimes and play a game that is rooted in white supremacy. That's rooted I was going to say, at the end of the day, it's, it's, you know, whether you're white or you're upholding white supremacy, white cultural values politeness over truth versus... Uh, Latino culture, it's black mm. culture, it's black and brown culture re- prefer truth that he's going to tell you yeah. how it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I always say, where my job is kind of like I work with mostly black women and it, it's based in truth. They'll just tell you mm-hmm. if it's garbage, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And there's no like <laughs> sugar coat to it. But I prefer that because. Do you? Because <laughs> when I do it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a hard thing. I, I, I honestly only like it in women. I, I think every, every man should just shut the Fuck off. But you're a man. <laughs> you're gonna think of myself as one of the girls, and so I, I, I appreciate it. But I always like let them do. Like I don't. I guess I don't let them be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but again, you appreciate. You it makes me respect them. Because again, when you, okay. I don't respect people regardless. I don't care about who it is as you long as you respect people regardless. I do respect people regardless. Have I ever been disrespectful to anyone? I guess. Exactly. I guess. I guess. Respect. <laughs> you always give respectful energy. Yeah, but like but, I said, I guess I, you can, can, can you act think if it's fake, but like, if I think you're ugly, I'm not going to tell you I think you're ugly because what does that help me or you do? It helps nothing. No. So I'm not going to tell, you know, I, it's no, I don't bring up things unless they're necessary. You don't have to tell people. No, and I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about when, no, this is, I'm not going to, I would never tell someone that they look ugly. But the minute I we're talking about real facts about life and playing like also I feel like keeping it real in that regard depends on how much I value the person. If I don't see you as someone that I want in my life or is really truly impactful, then I'm not gonna go out of my way to make sure I teach you some moral human lesson of the day. Like you figure it out on your own level. Oh yeah. And that's why I'm leaving my situation. At this point I realize that we're stepping into a very 
toxic world in this like TikTok social media game and it's more surface superficial and it's more based off connection of who looks like you, who you vibe with. Because I think that's what it is, y'all. It is who... I mean, you're basing it off influencing. You just said no one wants ugly friends, apparently. If you're... It's based off influencing. So influencing (laughs) is about a look and a certain aesthetic. Aesthetics get people through. So whether that's having a boyfriend, whether that's having a dog, whether that... You know, that is aesthetics that get people through things. So you have to have an aesthetic. If you don't fit certain people's aesthetic ideals, then you're just not part of it. That's all and that's it. It's the David DC new parish, y'all. <laughs> and where can they find the David New Parish? I mean, at New Parish, y'all. At New Parish, y'all on Instagram, not at New Parish. At New Parish, y'all. <laughs> and of course, you can find me at Rafiko Nika on IG, but that's private. So if I know you, I'll probably just follow you back. But if I don't know you, you probably know me. Um, and then we don't do a podcast, obviously. Uh, wait, WDDI podcast on Twitter, TikTok, and make sure wait don't do a podcast on. Instagram. And we are still 16,000 followers strong. We are just growing, living, um, you know, going to be at 3.3 on Instagram soon. So it's just blessings, more blessings. And we love... Thank you for joining the party. And again, I want to thank everyone for being such a positive reflection of just a community. I really do value our TikTok community. I need to be better engaging with y'all on Instagram. I really do. But I really am so much more reactionary on TikTok. Uh, but thank y'all for being so supportive and a lot of the content. Thank you all. Talk to you later, babes. Bye. Oh, damn. That's a real here. <laughs>